This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Thrive Inspiring Women, brought to you by Real Communications. I'm your host, Gina McKenzie, and I'll be speaking with inspiring women who are passionate about making a positive impact on our world. I hope you'll be uplifted and motivated by powerful stories of women doing amazing work to transform people's lives. live longer than ever before, staying fit and healthy as you age has become an important part of life. Our Vida Good Friends Moving Well manager Laura Organ is going to share some tips with us today for staying fit over the course of our lives. Welcome to Thrive Laura. It's wonderful to have you here with us today. Thank you for having me, Gina. I'm really excited to be here to talk about how we can all live stronger and live longer with a nice, healthy lifestyle. Great. So previously, you ran your own personal training business, and I was actually one of your clients. That's how we met. That's right. Yes. And so you're now the Moving Well Manager for our Vida Good Friends. How has your career journey evolved? I know you always worked with a wide range of ages in your personal training business, but you had a speciality working with the older age bracket. Yes, that's right. So training older adults has always been part of my career. And yes, you're right. From my work that I did from home, I had an exercise class for over 65s that I ran in a local community centre. And when the job came up at Arvida Good Friends, uh, which was a purpose-built gym and pool for older adults, I sort of jumped at the chance, and here I am now. And um, my career sort of started out in injury rehab, really, and um, that sort of stayed with me throughout all of my work, and that comes in really handy when sort of training everyone, really, from um, younger people to older adults. So your role, we were just talking before over a coffee, and your role is really quite interesting, and the actual centre that you work at is pretty interesting too. There's a lot of different things going on. So what does your role actually involve? Yeah, you're right. My role is really quite varied. It's a brand new role as well, so I've sort of grown into it as the as the time's gone on. So like a, the day-to-day running of the gym is a, is a big part of my job role, uh, and the pool as well, and the activities timetable. And so a typical day would involve assessing and inducting new members into our gym and a little bit of pool safety, pool uh, supervision, pool testing and things like that. And also I run classes on a daily basis. I run a strength and balance circuit and a box fit class as well. And there's a little bit of behind the scenes work of, uh, you know, getting our current members engaged and how we can get some new members on board as well. And just helping people achieve their health and fitness goals, really. And people um, who are residents in the village can um, join the centre, but also people from outside can join. So residents, friends can meet them for a class or a coffee. Yes, that's right. And that's why it's quite unique in that 
It's on the same um, sort of plot of land as a retirement village, um, Arvida Park Lane, but also it's open to the community. Um, that hasn't really been done so far in New Zealand, so that's quite exciting. So residents from the village and other Arvida properties um, around the country and around Christchurch can come and use the facilities as well. And also people from the community can come in and pay a membership to use the gym and the pool and the classes. And yes, you're right in that uh, lots of people go there to meet friends, do a class, go for a swim. Um, and yeah, there's a lot going on at the centre really to keep you busy. So can you provide some information on exercise guidelines for older adults? I understand, you know, there may be some people who have exercised their whole lives and then others who are wanting to get into exercise at a later stage. Yeah, so this is um, quite exciting in some ways because the World Health Organization had no guidelines for older adults, so over 65s. Really? Yeah, they, until recently. So in 2020, they actually put um, some guidelines out for over 65s. And some of them are the same as a younger person, but actually some of them are a little bit different as well. So the weekly sort of aim is 150 to 300 minutes of moderate cardio exercise per week. And that is about 20 to 40 minutes per day. And that is anything that increases your heart rate. So walking, biking, sports, um, it could even be something like mowing the lawn. Anything that gets you a wee bit puffed and that gets your heart rate up. And also, just to add for over 65s, there should be an active effort to work on your strength and balance as well. And that should be at least two times a week um, and a form of exercise that really works to improve your strength and balance, uh, mostly your leg strength. And also twice a week, a bit of mobility and flexibility to keep those muscles and joints uh, nice and supple. So how would people increase their balance and strength um, and also their flexibility? What sort of things would you do, would you recommend to someone in the older age bracket? Well, it, it's actually um, quite easy. You can do some stuff from home. So, I mean, a lot of people choose to go to a structured class or a gym session because then they know they're actually really working their strength and balance. But there's quite a few home exercises that you can do as well, like trying to stand on one leg uh, whilst doing your daily activities, like boiling the jug, or you can try and do some walking lunges through your hallway. And just little things like that, uh, challenging your balance whilst you're brushing your teeth, for example, is another good one. Just adding those little bits in each day to work on your strength and balance. And the next question that we had was talking about how much exercise do we have to do each day to gain some benefits? So we said 20 to 40 minutes for older adults. And what about if you're in the younger age bracket? Does that go up a little bit? Yeah, so the younger age, well, actually, it's the same. The cardio exercise is both the same for younger people. So it's 18 right the way through um, till 95 or 100. Um, so 150 minutes is the bare minimum per week. If you really want to get extra benefits, you're looking at more like 300 minutes per week. And that you could also work that as 10,000 steps a day. A lot of people sort of aim for their 10,000, which is also another really good benchmark. Um and also with the older age group specifically, there should be exercises um, that work your balance really, even if it's just a couple of minutes a day, which will really help. And you mentioned about the heart rate before. 
Is there a guideline for where our heart rate should be at while we're exercising to get the best benefit? Yep, so normally we use a scale, so you you don't have to worry about counting beats per minute or anything like that, but you should be on a a scale, so if if one is sort of sitting down not doing much or you've just woken up, um, up to 10, which is really, really hard, you want to sit around, say, a 6 or a 7. If if you're new to fitness, it, it doesn't matter because it's perceived so you could be super fit or you can be just starting out and you always use your rate of perceived exertion and yep sitting around a five six or seven would would be fine and that would be like moderate exercise a little bit puffed and a little bit warmer and as we get fitter and improve our cardiovascular health will our heart rate come down as we as we're doing exercise is that what generally happens yeah that's what generally happens over time you'll find that your resting heart rate will decrease which is great because that means that your heart's not quite under so much pressure to pump blood around the body so you always want to aim for a slightly lower heart rate if you can um, so that would be around or anywhere between say 60 and 80 beats per minute would, would be fine for your resting heart rate Thinking about exercise, um, we've had a lot of trends come and go and you would have seen a lot of um, changes throughout the course of your career. We've really changed our thinking about exercise, haven't we? It used to be go to the gym and do an hour and a half of cardio and then a little bit of weights. Um, but I think things have changed quite a lot, haven't they? What have you noticed over the course of your career? Yeah, absolutely. There's always new research coming out and it's only ever really a positive thing. Um, so sp- really with older adults, it, there used to be a lot of seated classes, lifting little weights and um, not really getting our heart rates up too much or just a few stretches here and there. Um, but actually there's been a lot of change around the type and intensity of exercise that, you know, just because you're over 65, um, it, you still should be working and giving yourself a little bit of a challenge. Um, and, and also things with medical conditions like arthritis and osteoporosis, which is quite common as we age. It used to be a lot of talk around rest to help, you know, recover your joints. Now the general message is get moving and get moving often. And that helps just to loosen up the joints. And I notice that on a day-to-day basis in the gym. There's a lot of people that have got arthritis and they say they always feel so much better when they've been to the gym and loosened up those joints. So that's something that, that's changed a lot. And also there's a lot around sort of the functional movements that we need to stay independent, like your sitting to standing exercises that help build that leg strength w- with a functional movement. Thinking about leg strength now, we just um, before we mentioned that leg strength and balance are very important. Why is this? So many studies show a big correlation between falling and poor leg strength and balance. So if we can help people work on their leg strength and balance, that's sort of one of the cogs really to, to help getting people to stay steady on their feet and independent as well. And also coming back to a point you made before, as we get older, we're more likely to um, have certain health conditions that can make make it difficult to stay active. And we've mentioned that movement is still absolutely vital to maintain our health. How can we work around this? And could you, I mean, could you just do exercise for, say, 10 or 15 minutes? Would that make a difference? Yeah, absolutely. Anything is better than nothing. And that's the general message. And yeah, it can be a challenge with with health issues, um, but there's always something you can do. And it's like I say to my clients, focus on what you can do and really not what you can't do. 
Um, and there's so many different types and varieties of exercise that work at different intensities. And you've sometimes just got to find something that you enjoy. And it doesn't have to be super high intensity. It, it could just be starting out with a bit of walking, stretching and balance exercises every day. And that will definitely help. And you've been in your new role for about six months now. Have you noticed some really big improvements in some of the clients that you're working with at the gym? Yeah, absolutely. Yep, there's some really fantastic results. And and it's exactly that, what we were saying before. It's just doing a little bit every day. So we're not in the gym for hours at a time. People generally come maybe once... Um, they'll come sort of multiple times per week every day or every second day and they just do maybe 20 to 30 minutes and that that is enough to see some really great benefits like people who have come in and attended the gym on a walker they then come to the gym on a day and they haven't got their walker and I'll say oh where's your walker oh oh I don't know I think I've left it in the car so you know there's really great results like that and that you can get just from doing a bit of consistent exercise really every day or every second day. And what about well-being and um, positivity, I suppose? Mental health is really important too, and that can be connected to movement and activity as well. Yes, that's right. And that's the big focus at, at the Living Well Centre as well, is that, yes, exercise is important for our physical health, but also just coming to the gym and meeting your friend or meeting new people, just having those conversations, and then maybe going for a swim and a spa and then just grabbing a coffee afterwards, yeah, it's most definitely helpful for, for the mental health. What about you? You're working in the gym all day, and I guess obviously you can't really exercise because you're teaching people. How do you keep fit? Yeah, that's right. I usually save my activity for when I get home from work. Um, I love boxing. I always have. I teach it to, I used to teach it to younger people. Now I teach it to uh, older adults at the centre. Um, I love teaching it and I love also doing boxing as well. So I've got um, a boxing bag at home and I also factor in some weight training just to keep my muscles nice and strong. And I also like being outdoors and getting my exercise in the outdoors as much as I can. So do you have any tips? I know um, a lot of older people are actually pretty busy. It's not like they've got heaps of time, um, you know, looking after grandchildren, still working and whatnot. How do you fit exercise into quite a busy schedule? What are your tips on that? Yeah, that's a really good point. And it comes back to snacking. So you can snack on exercise and it's, that's becoming quite a popular concept now. So just 10 minute bursts of exercise throughout the day is still just as beneficial as doing it all in one chunk. So even if you can only manage, say, a 10 or 20 minute walk in the morning and then in the afternoon you do a few balance exercises, if you keep doing it every day, it, it builds up to being really quite important and the effects on blood pressure, mental health and energy levels, uh, it's all the same as doing it in one go. So, so just snack on your exercise. Consistency, doing a little yes, bit often. Yeah, mm. exactly. And what do you like doing in your free time? Well, I like my outdoor um, recreation. So I like a bit of hiking and biking. And aside from that, I also grow lots of veggies in my garden. So that's quite a keen interest of mine. I always choosing different things to grow. 
And I also dabble in a bit of astrophotography. So I take photos of the night sky, the moon, galaxies, stars and other things that are far, far away. So that's just a few things I do to keep myself busy and occupied. That's a good range of different activities. Yeah, sure is. So how can listeners connect with you and find out more about Arveda Good Friends? So Arveda Good Friends is based in Addington. And we've got a website, um, which is goodfriends.co.nz. And within the premises, we've got a cafe, gym, pool, exercise classes, hair and beauty. So to get in touch with any of those services, we also have a free phone number, which is 0800 20 41 20. And we also have a Facebook page as well, which is Arvida Good Friends at Park Lane. Thank you so much for being with us today and for sharing your story with us, Laura. Thanks for having me, Gina. I've really enjoyed it. And you can probably tell I'm quite passionate about about the industry that I work in and just getting people active and getting people moving. Thanks for joining us today on Thrive Inspiring Women. If you'd like to listen to previous shows, just go to the Plains FM website and type in Thrive. Thanks again for tuning in to Thrive and join me again next time for more amazing stories from inspirational women who are changing our world. Thrive.